0: I find humans fascinating. I study human behavior. And not only am I studying via ongoing education, trainings regarding human behavior, I'm also actively in the integration piece of applying the research of human behavior With when as I work with clients and I coach groups and I lead communities and employees. And I have the real life experience of what works, what doesn't work and everything in between because we are humans and we are unique and we're also connected. And there's a lot of patterns that are the same. There's different experiences. And I find human behavior fascinating. And I've said this before many times on the show, life is a classroom. You're always presented with opportunities to learn more about human behavior. And there's also a ton of research constantly about human behavior. Now, fortunately with what I do as a coach is I get to work on the nitty gritties of human behavior with my clients. It's I'm up close, personal. I get to see what really goes on behind the facades that we put out there in our lives, right? There's a lot of trust and vulnerability that my clients share. It's a huge honor and commitment. And Oh my gosh, if you're my client listening, I just have to say, if one of my clients listening, I am so grateful. I think often about the people that I get to work with and the privilege I get to work with them and their trust in this process and in working together and in me and the beauty that comes out of this work. I love the people I get to work with. It's hard work. There's a lot of pain and there's so much beauty that comes out of it. And saying all of that is that this nitty gritty of human behavior, one area that I keep coming back to that is a constant obstacle in my clients' lives is this work on boundaries. It is a practice. It is ongoing. I had to say to a client this week, I said, it's not the promised land. Like once you get there and you figure out this boundary, like you're done and check on the box and you get to move on. It's a constant practice. We're constantly practicing boundaries. We may get it in certain areas of our life and really work on that. And then we may go into a new arena and have to redo this. So an example, a metaphor that I can give you to help you understand is I spent from the time of being eight to 21, 22, I was a competitive swimmer. That was my jam. I was a swimmer. I was a land dork, but I was a swimmer, right? Like I swam. I understood swimming at some point in my life. I think it was eighth grade. We started lifting weights. I learned how to lift weights. Um, In college, I incorporated some running. In high school, we played ultimate football, but there were different skill sets that were building within my career as a swimmer, right? And helped me, (laughs) I had a lot of obstacles about being a land athlete. I was a land dork. And then over time, as I switched from being a swimmer in the water to doing exercise and fitness outside of water, I learned and developed new skills. So I was able to practice new in new arenas. That's what I'm talking about. I'm comfortable in the swimming pool. And then I all of a sudden became, you know, started outside of the pool and other things. And it be, it was really uncomfortable because I'd achieved a high level of a mastery and here I was starting something new, but then I was able to remind myself it's learnable. So that's what I'm talking about with boundaries is at first it's really scary. We don't really know how to do it. We're really kind of, we kind of suck at it and that's okay because it's learnable. And then you get better at it and you get really clear with maybe your group of friends, maybe with your family, maybe with, you know, your workplace and you think, yes, this is great. I've mastered it. (laughs) And then you get a new job or you meet a new friend and you realize, oh, they come 10 minutes late every time you have coffee. (laughs) Right. So then it's about establishing the boundaries and being clear about what your boundaries are within these new arenas. Or maybe you went from being an employee to now being a leader and now you have to lead and hold people accountable with boundaries. And so you're developing new skill sets. So boundaries, it's learnable and it is one of the areas that I spend a great deal of time coaching on and have done. A lot of podcasts on boundaries, a lot of them, I keep talking about boundaries. There's always more to learn. We talk about it in society like, oh, you just need to set boundaries. We just need to set boundaries, right? One of my favorite questions to ask my clients is what boundaries do you need to put in place so that you can fill in the line like parent, so that you can be generous, so that you can have... Energy for your upcoming trip so that you can re enter work and not lose your mind when you re enter? What boundaries need to be in place so that you can have a sustainable career and not blow up? Those are great questions. It's a lot of work to get to the answer. And what does that even look like? Right? It's a question that really stumps us. But even before we go and ask that question, it's really important to understand that while it's easy to say we need boundaries, the challenge comes in when we have to actually apply it. And so we need to understand what's getting in the way of setting boundaries. And one thing to do is to uncover what beliefs that we have tied up in the boundaries. So Here's some that I'll just give you that I experienced, I've heard from clients these past couple of weeks is, if I have boundaries, I'm the one that's being an asshole. I'm a bitch. I'm too difficult. I'm not being available to my team. I'm being too much. I must think highly of myself. If I have boundaries, I could lose my job, fill in the blank. I could lose my account. I could lose my client. I could lose the company that I do business with. What could you lose if you had boundaries? What's the belief system that you have? The other part is, and I've heard this before too, is if I have boundaries, I'll lose access to this relationship I desire. Maybe it's a grandchild that you won't, you won't have access to. And I've coached many clients on this in the past. Maybe you'll lose access to this friendship. Other things that people have told me is if I have boundaries, people think I'm mean or I think I'm being mean. There are lots of obstacles in our own belief system that are tied up with boundaries. And one of it is that we weren't taught how to set boundaries. It's so invisible, right? It's not something we can touch. We don't talk about it. We talk about, we now talk about boundaries, but I remember growing up, there wasn't talk about boundaries. There were rules And you were either a bad kid if you didn't follow the rules or you were a good kid if you follow the rules and didn't cause any problems, but it wasn't about boundaries. It was about rules and it was good and bad and there was a lot of shame in it. One of the things I often say to my clients is compassion has boundaries. And I learned that from Kristen Neff. Compassion has boundaries. Part of compassion from her, she has the yin and yang of compassion and the yang is the fierce. And the fierce compassion is about doing no harm. It's about protecting. That's the aspect of compassion has boundaries. Again, it's easy to say a quote, the struggle is in the integration, the implementation, like how do I do this? That's the challenge. So one is understanding what beliefs do you have tied to boundaries? And then the next is, is that we've been culturally programmed to believe It's one person wins and one person loses. It's, I may not have the power yet because I'm a child, but when I'm an adult and I'm at the top of this food chain, I'm going to be the one in the power and I'm going to establish the boundaries, right? And that's more power over than having boundaries because in fact, boundaries allow us to coexist together. One of the Things that I lean on quite a bit is what Prentice Hempel says about boundaries. And they say boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. This is mind blowing. It's so powerful. And when we can reframe and really think about boundaries in this way, we can support ourselves, those that we love, those that we support, those that we're responsible for. We are all connected. Right? There is a ripple effect. And when we can use boundaries in this way, we'll provide so much support for all of us. Right? Those that we are touching in in connection with. Boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. It's not I can love me and you can love me and we're going to disregard you. It's that we can both coexist together our cultural programming is that we live in this binary world. It's either I win or you win. I win, you lose, you win, I lose. When I was a kid and as a swimmer, I was probably like 10, 11 years old. And I remember the big t-shirt that kids would buy at swim meets was, I'm going to win on the front side. And then on the back was, you're going to lose. I'm going to win, you're going to lose, right? That binary. And I remember I really wanted to buy that because everybody else had it, that'd be fitting in. And my dad, I guess this is the start of me wearing words on t shirts, was way back then. I was like 10 or 11. My dad was like, no, he didn't like that, right? That whole, he didn't say binary approach, but he just did not like that. And he said, how about you focus on what you can control? And he went and had me a t shirt made with those, you know, those sticky things that you would go to a t shirt store and with the letters. And it was, I'm determined to win. I'm determined to win right so it wasn't zero sum game i win you lose it was i was going to focus on what i could do and the beauty is is that in teams is that when one person focuses on that what can happen if we have boundaries and we can support each other we can actually rise up together and that's the beauty of being in a team or a family but when we go into this i win you lose we take each other down and the same thing happens in business So we have this cultural programming of binary world and the good news is there are more than two options. So let's let go of right or wrong. My way or the highway. Boundaries allow us to coexist and connect with each other versus dominate and power over and take each other down. Remember we are hardwired for connection. We want connection. We want belonging. This is who we are. And in that desire for connection, we also need to have boundaries that support us so that we can have the ability to connect with others and support others in our lives, right? It's what is it that we need so that we can flourish so that then we can go and nurture those that we're responsible for, that we can be responsible with our energy, that we can show up for, that we can care for, that we can have fun for right? Or that we can have a brain that is working so that it can solve the complex work problems that may be going on. We need to have boundaries to take care of ourselves so that we can be responsible citizens of this world. And when I'm saying responsible doesn't mean to being perfect or being a do-gooder, but being in alignment with the contribution that you want to make, how you want to show up in your world. So you remember, you're not being mean by having boundaries. The reason that's out there is that sometimes your boundaries may inconvenience somebody else when they are a hot mess, when they want something and they don't want to have to wait. When I was a kid and in Canada, I don't know if it's still this way, but in Ontario, Canada, Sundays, the stores used to be closed. They had a boundary. Sundays, the stores were closed. I did not appreciate that boundary when we would go into London, Ontario. And here I was in town and everything was closed. I did not appreciate that. I'd gone in a few different times. I think at this age, I was like 19, right? Really didn't appreciate it as a 19 year old because I wanted what I wanted. And back in the States, stores were open 24 hours, seven days a week, especially grocery stores, right? And I was trying to get into a store and it was closed. I didn't appreciate that. I can tell you this now as a 50 year old, I do appreciate, you know, when we can close down and hunker down and I, yes, does that mean if I know a store is going to be closed, like on the holidays, the grocery stores were closed, then it's about preparing for that, right? So they're really clear and they let us know when they're going to be closed. I need to be aware and pay attention and make sure that I have the things that we need and be able to have the agility to make do if we don't have the things that we need boundaries. They can support their workers and they can support their customers so that we can all coexist and people can have time off to connect, to enjoy the holidays, right? That's just another example, but it's so important. Boundaries can support us. It doesn't have to be an either or thing. And not everybody's going to like them, right? My 19 year old self really didn't appreciate it. I was like, I just wanted what I wanted. My 50 year old self, can really appreciate it, can really appreciate that downtime. Because now I I understand. And I have systems built in place where that I can be prepared and managing that risk aspect. So remember, not everyone in your life is going to like your boundaries. And again, you aren't being mean by having boundaries. While we may profess boundaries as being a good thing, implementing them into our life we will face obstacles. And I have really good news for you. Yes, you can have boundaries. And yes, you can become more practiced at it over time. One of the keys is to understand the obstacles you have with boundaries. What does the voice say in the back of your head? What are those beliefs that are creating your inaction to establish boundaries? And it could be I don't know how to do it. I get that. You're not alone. I have many, many clients who aren't quite sure. You know, they're like, what does that look like? Help me understand. I have one client who's, we've been working on boundaries for a number of years and she's been implementing it. And we had some big wins this week. And when I say big wins this week, it was, I had this favorite saying of small hinges can move big doors, you know, ending meetings on time is a big win. It's a small hinge, but it's a big win in the sense of what we're going to do, what we say we're going to do for blocking off this time, we're going to end it this time. That's a boundary. Okay. So what does the voice in the back of your head say? That's understanding the obstacle. The other is, what did you learn in your life regarding boundaries? What were the rules? What were the ideologies? What were the beliefs that you may have learned? Maybe you picked it up in family of origin. Maybe you learned it from a a colleague. Maybe you learned it in school. What did you learn in your life regarding boundaries? Unpack those. See what's really true. Is it true that you're being mean? Is it true that you don't care about your team? You know, is it true that you aren't doing what you need to do if you have boundaries? And I mean that by we're so information overloaded, right? Or we have, people have so much access to us on a day-to-day basis. There's phones, there's texting, there's email, there's social media, there's all these different portals into catching into us. And if we put up, you know, not available right now, what do you make that mean? In another episode, I'm going to talk about email boundaries, (laughs) because emails are drowning my clients. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that because I've got this great tool and I'll share it all with you in another episode. So stay tuned for the email boundaries. Okay, so understand the obstacles you have with boundaries. What's the voice in the back of your head saying or the other way to say it is, what is it that you believe? What are your beliefs? And what did you learn in your life regarding boundaries? And then give yourself permission to set boundaries. And yes, you'll make mistakes. We make mistakes. One of my clients today, she's like, Corrine, I was doing my boundary. I was really clear with what was okay. What was not okay? And she didn't follow my boundary. I'm setting my boundary, right? We can sometimes set boundaries, especially when we're new in learning it or when we're in these really intimate relationships where we care deeply. It could be our child. It could be our spouse, it could be a partner, it could be a really close friend, something that makes us feel so vulnerable and so afraid. And we can become a boundary bully. Like we can be really, really harsh where it's like, it has to be this way and see, I'm asking for what I need and here's what's okay. And here's what's not okay. Part of the boundaries is creating a Venn diagram, right? Like what's okay for you? What's okay for me? What's not okay? What's not okay? Right, so we're going to make mistakes. You may come across too harsh. You may actually go, "Ooh, that was a bit mean," right? And we can circle back. So remember, give yourself to set boundaries as well as the space to make mistakes. We need to manage the risk of those mistakes. I must say that, but we're going to make mistakes. It takes practice to get better at boundaries. Reminder, and this is really important. We will make mistakes as we learn. We are humans and that is a part of the human guarantee. We make mistakes. That is what happens. Now here's where you come in. You get to choose. Do you learn from your mistakes or do you beat yourself up? My invitation for you is you learn and you have compassion for yourself as you go through this growth Of setting boundaries. Remember, you aren't being mean by having boundaries. And please don't be mean to yourself as you learn how to set boundaries. All right, my friend, I'm smiling big for you. Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts in television shows and they go straight to my iPhone or they go straight to my DVR. And then I don't have to worry of, Oh no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes, and that will ensure you that you never miss a show. And you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things. But you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. I'm smiling big for you. On lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.